So you want to rock an aesthetics career? <laughs> yes, please. Welcome to a brand new episode of Illuminating the Path, where you'll get your weekly shot of real career direction. And maybe a little tea. I'm Patty. Marissa here. Coming straight to you from the world's beauty mecca. LA, baby. Illuminating the Path starts now. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, this week we are doing some really, really fun stuff. I am beyond excited to be chatting up this lady. She is, is my opinion, a rock star in this space. There's very few people that I actually, you know, immediately when I meet them, I just gel so quickly with understand it's like we're on the same page we have the same pain points we have the same struggles and we also have very similar successes and so when I met Natasha I was just like light bulbs fireworks all of it I was just like we need to get you on the podcast we need to be talking with you because you're doing exactly what our nurse practitioners need And that's one of the reasons why we want to share all the goodies today, because it's going to definitely, if if you've been thinking about doing this, you know, breaking out on your own, if you've been thinking about doing a little bit more independent stuff, this is the lady that you want to be talking to. Welcome, Natasha Peters. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. What an intro. I honestly couldn't have said it better. I feel the exact same way about you. Oh, thanks. Oh yeah. In fact, I've probably said your name at least a dozen times to a dozen different people and really, really excited and proud to work with you. I mean, you've got a rap sheet too, darling. (laughs) And of course, our lovely nurse Marissa is with us again today. Welcome back, Marissa. Hi. (laughs) So let's dive into this, ladies, because there's just so much to talk about. We got a a little bit of a window here. We're all super busy, so I want to cover as much as we can. Um, First and foremost, just a little context. So as you guys know, I do franchising. I work with primarily doctors in breaking out into their own med spas, and I do all the business management pieces. But one of the things that I always find to be super challenging is when we are, especially across the country, we are trying to find ways to get our um, nurses to be able to break out into their own. Because as you guys know, it's tough to find a doctor, to find, you know, all the compliance laws, especially in the different states that we're in. Um, So it's one of these things where um, we are super, super cognizant of the need. We just always have to make sure that we are doing a lot more proactive stuff to build out those opportunities in a way that's correct and compliant. And so Natasha, please share as a aesthetic consultant, how you coach these folks into this amazing space. Um, Honestly, it starts with a simple conversation. Um, You know, uh, to me, getting into this space isn't it's not a stepping stone into something else. It's a big deal. It's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of learning involved. Um, So depending on where you're at in your career, it will, you know, obviously shift our conversation quite a bit. So I have worked with a, a lot of novice injectors and the last three years I've dedicated my career to advanced injectors and helping them expand and level up in a way that they'd like to in their career path. Um, And not everybody's ready for that. So I continued to work with those providers that were aspiring to be in that position. 
um, and coach them through the process. And in fact, I, you know, have launched several of them um, in the last, I would say, nine months, uh, launched their practices. So it's great because no matter where you're at, there's so many resources now that will, you know, help you quickly decide like if this is the route I should take or what route I should take, depending on what your career goals are. Uh, and I love helping, love helping providers do that. It's so much fun because I see the industry from a completely different view, different perspective, um, and can help them, you know, analyze really what it is they want to do and why they want to do it and then how we're going to get there and break down the step-by-step process for them and you can make the best decisions you know when you have all the right or proper resources for you in front of you then you can decide what it is you'd like to do with your career and that's really the challenge is how we okay so when when providers approach me it's always with a I, you know big dreams big wants that's the super exciting part but no real understanding um of and that's why they're approaching me is how do i get my doctor how do i get my compliance pieces lined up so some of those pieces how do you start out that conversation yeah, so for an injector who's ready to launch their practice, um, we honestly talk more about what they've built so far mm-hmm. and why they feel like they're ready. And typically, you know, that person they they already know what it is that they that they want, like they have their end goal and they're ready. Um, we just we dive right in. We start talking locations. We start, you know, talking you know proximity to patients. We start talking about outreach, communications, um, and then obviously all of the logistical things as well. Sure, sure. You know, you're... Well, there, there's also some laws that are, you know, state by state. Are you typically working in uh, all the states or are you mostly in specific states? Yes. So I have worked in five states now, but I can work all over the country. So it's, it's not, I'm not limited to that. Okay. At all. Mm-hmm. So how now do you, when it comes down to compliance laws and obviously understanding those, do you consult a lawyer? Do you give the providers some good context where to, where to go to consult a lawyer or how to, how does that play out? Uh, all of the above. Yeah. All okay. of the above. So, you know, the companies that I've worked with in the past, uh, we've always had our own internal legal counsel. Oh, great. Um, and also, yeah, it's, it's great. And, you know, w- there is a lot of templated material now because so much research has been done, you know, by a lot of these organizations. And there's a lot of um, law firms who are really honing in on mm-hmm. medical aesthetics because of, for obvious reasons, <laughs> it's a booming industry. Uh, so there are so many resources there now. It's like, if you want to open up your own practice, don't limit yourself. The only reason why you can't is if you're telling yourself that there is help out there. There are good people in this industry, um, who are dedicated to helping people like you. Um, you know, me personally, I I like working with advanced injectors because I know that, you know, they're doing the extra work to be advanced. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means they're putting people like they're putting our faces right at the forefront of everything. And they continue to educate themselves to keep us safe and happy and, 
you know, it's, it's just wonderful to be able to work with, with that kind of provider. That's so important because I feel like, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to hear that you do really do the, the background work for, you know, the legal pieces to make sure, you know, we're all under the mercy of the medical board, making sure that we check all those boxes and do everything by the book. And so um, I find that that's one of the biggest pieces that is missed when a lot of these providers are, you know, they're saving up their money and they're going out into the field and a doctor pops up out of nowhere sometimes. And, you know, and, and, and bless their hearts, you know, sometimes they have great intentions, the doctors, but they don't know what they know sometimes. And so what ends up happening is that they kind of navigate the relationship um, blindly until they do something wrong, or it's a, it's a ding with the medical board. And then it's like a 911 situation. And so it's, it's really disheartening to watch that play out. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And there's just, it, there needs to be more people like you in the field, coaching and leading and giving good sound advice about like all the things they need to be thinking about um, before they step out and even sign a contract with a doctor, because like I said, the doctors don't always know what they don't know. And the same thing as the injector, you don't know what you don't know. And unfortunately, in most scenarios, we, we've seen that turn into, you know, pretty bad things, you know, lawsuits, injured patients, it's just, it's not worth it. Um, reach out to someone if you were if you're ready to go out on your own, you know, someone like myself, I have a step by step checklist, it's, it's not you know, every T has been crossed, every I has been dotted. It's, we don't miss, it's not worth your career. And also your license is, is on the line and the physician's license as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So now coming back to like pros and cons, and Marissa, you're probably going to have some questions here too, because you're mm-hmm. building, Marissa's building out her own training practice, which I think is phenomenal because she's such a good trainer. People all men have trained with her and just, it's amazing when she gets in a room and, and really it's like an energy thing. You know, she really sets the, the, the pace and the tone of how it's about to learn with her. And so I encourage you, maybe you're not going to do your own practice practice, but you're definitely ready to train as a practice. And so she's building that out, but you've been thinking about that too, Marissa, as far as doing your own practice at some point, um, do you have some questions that you would want like pros and cons? Right. So it's definitely crossed my mind. It's, I, you know, I've been in the industry for 10 years. I've worked under dermatologists, plastic surgeons. I think my hesitation is exactly what you just said earlier, Natasha, just that kind of that fear and that, that leap wanting to take that leap into having your own practice for me. I, I want to have a work-life balance. I'd love to know what your thoughts are on owning your own practice and how someone with children, I have two kids, very active lifestyles, lots of extracurricular. And I felt like when I had a nine to five job um, at this previous dermatology office I worked at, really, really difficult to take time out to be a mom. And I, my hesitation into taking that leap is having that work-life balance. Cause I talked to a lot of nurse practitioners that own their own business and it's a lot, it's, it's a struggle for them. So I would like to know your thoughts on that. Um, and also I wanted to know what you thought on, you know, there's a lot of nurses, nurse practitioners that are taking the leap into aesthetics coming from the hospital without any experience. 
And I wanted to know what your thoughts are. If someone's wanting to take that leap, do they just open their own practice without any experience? Do they take training courses and just hope for the best? Or should they find a practice to join, to learn, get training first? Could you put those questions? Yes. Great questions. Um, So, okay. So your first question, going out on your own, having a more balanced life, you know, that's one of the perks, you know, that you should have, that you should experience by going out on your own. If you do it with proper support, Mm -hmm. if you just go out on your own, I'm going to say, expect a a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. unnecessary chaos and even more time away from your family versus, yeah, it's going to be stressful in the beginning. Of course, like imagine, you know, uh, buying a new home, like going through that type of a process where, you know, like, Hey, the end result, like the, look at, you know, we're doing for our family and whatnot. It's, it's worth it. And it's not anything that would put you over the edge at all because well, if you're, working with a, a good support system behind you. Um, there's just a lot of peace that comes with that. I think it's absolutely possible. Um, I would have a lot of questions for someone like you. Uh, my first question I think is probably the most important is how do you envision your lifestyle? Are you wanting to, you know, are you wanting to continue to see patients? Are you wanting to, are you trying to build a larger team and have mm-hmm. a team under you and act more like a medical director? Are you like, hey, I just want my own little brick and mortar shop where I can come in two days a week, sometimes three, if I feel like it, you let me know like what you're envisioning and then I can mm-hmm. give you advice from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for you newbies out there, welcome. This is a very, very exciting space. Excuse me. I've been in it for over 15 years, uh, actually going on 19 years now. And it's not a dull moment, not a dull moment. Um, The most successful providers are the ones that that continue to educate themselves and just put that in the forefront of everything you do. Um, So with that, my suggestion is kind of jump right in jump right in, in terms of learning everything you can about Botox and dermal fillers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Learn about the business side of it as much as you can. There's so much information you can get, you know, it's a really big decision to get into this field because, you know, there are politics, there are, you know, there are nuances that, you know, other industries may or may not deal with. Um, so, you know, coming straight out of the hospital, the grass isn't necessarily going to be greener if this isn't something you really want to do. Right. Right. In the beginning. Right. I find that too, is that we have a lot of folks that will, we put out ads, we'll train, you know, cause we like to hire new injectors, new, 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 new aesthetics folks. We don't start with injectables. Um, and we do find a lot of folks that are hoping to have a career in this space, but then realize that it is a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's like, I always call it the Starbucks model. You know, you have folks that sell coffee everywhere, but then there's that experience that you get when you go to Starbucks and you've, it's like that whole, they're, they're not necessarily selling coffee. It's like your whole name on the written on the cup and everything. It's like a whole experience. So 
I, um, I always tell our providers the same thing. It's like, um, you're selling an experience. Anyone can, you know, do aesthetics. Then there's a million places that do aesthetics, but are you ready to, you know, brand yourself? Are you ready to get yourself to that place of recognition and trust? And that's how you build the following. That's how you get people just always coming back and rebooking. And a lot of folks um, get into it and they, they kind of think it's like the hospital, right? It's like, they just give me my orders and then I'll, I'll do the treatments. And then I go home and it's like, mm, that's like 10% of the job. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think what also we see too, Patty, and I'm sure you would agree is the newer aesthetic clinicians that we bring in, they realize that this is not hospital money and I've got bills to pay. Ah. And they, they have a freak out moment and they go right back to the hospital, whether it's part-time or per diem. So that that's always a big um, reality check and wake up call when they're in it for a few months. And they're like, yeah, this is not, this is not working for my lifestyle and for my, all my bills that I have to pay. So Natasha, how do you, cause that is a very common one. Um, you know, it's kind of a shock thing. We do lay it out when we're, when we're bringing on new providers, um, we lay out the whole like career and what they can expect to make and how soon they can expect to make these dollars, all of that. But it still is a kind of a sticker shock thing when they see their paycheck and they're like, um, I can make like 10 times this sometimes in the hospital. How can you, how do you coach through that hurdle? Um, you know, I think, well, my initial advice to a, a brand new injector is to go to the larger, you know, corporate med spas um, and dive in and get all the training because they're going to, they're going to provide it for you and it'll be great training. And you got to be seeing lots of patients mm-hmm. and in an environment and, and your, your business as well. Um, and I'll be sending people to you now that I know more, <laughs> but, um, um, excuse me, <clears throat> but it's important to get a lot of repetition with these, with these, um, uh, procedures. That's how you're going to build confidence. You're not going to build confidence by watching YouTube videos. It's just mm-hmm. not, you've got to get your hands dirty, you know, um, and, and know that it's okay that you're new. Everybody started somewhere, um, but you've got to do, 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 you got to earn your stripes. Yes. You got to earn your stripes. If, if you eventually, you know, want to seat at that table, you got to earn, you got to earn it. Um, yeah. And, yeah and, and you also need to have the right intentions coming into it, which is why it's really important for you to do your homework um, and, you know, make sure this is something that you want to commit, commit your life to. Yeah. I worked in a, I never worked in a hospital as an RN, but I worked as a home health nurse and I was making six figures. It was a very lucrative job, but I really wanted to be in aesthetics. And I left a full-time six-figure job with great benefits for a full-time job at a dermatology office that I really, really wanted, but the pay was just, it was so much less and it was really scary. I had a, I think a two-year-old and a five-year-old at that time. And I made that leap. And that, that office, just like you said, so busy, repetitive patients. That was the way I learned. It wasn't a per diem or a part-time job, or I was only seeing, you know, a few patients a week. It was, they kept my books full. And I learned very, very fast at that practice. 
Yeah. And that's typically what, what we see is like, you know, at our, at our spas too, we, we do fill the books tremendously, but there's also that, that transition from, you know, there's busy work, which is like lasering all day and, you know, doing the, the, what I say base treatments to then building up a level of sophistication and building up a level of um, trust because, you know, if, if a practice is worth their salt, they're not just going to put a syringe in your hand the day you walk in the door. So that's also a big piece, in my opinion, as, you know, a, a, a manager, you know, a franchisor is like, what, what exactly is the, the game plan for your career and how, how soon are you wanting to inject? Um, do you find that you, you coach folks, you know, through the, the skincare piece first, or do you like to see them like want to just take the classes and start out injecting right away? How do you like to massage that? Um, you know what, <sighs> to be honest with you, that I would say all of them are already involved in skincare at some, you know, like they're pretty much already there. Um, and the conversations are very, very specific about devices and injectables. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're typically already at that point where they know where they want to go direction they're going in. So, because mm-hmm. you're working with more skilled injectors and folks that have been through, through quite a bit already and working in those, in these spaces, um, that makes a lot of sense. So how about like, have you ever had to, you know, have any kind of exit strategy talk or like someone wants to, um, partner with somebody or they just plain want to sell their practice, anything like that ever come up? Not so much acquisitions, but everything else. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, I deal with that daily. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is kind of a, it, and, and would you say that that is, it's a pretty laborious process to like, you do need to have direction and help with that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. If you want to make sure it's done right. And you do, you do, you know, there's so much, there's too much at risk here. Um, you know, if you're ready to go out on your own, you've built a practice already. You know, there's so much that goes into that, you know, like we haven't even touched on what it takes to become an aesthetic provider yet, you know, and those are the kind of conversations I love to have, you know, there's, there's so much in the sales process or side of things to learn, but also like, do you know how to credential yourself? You know, things like about that because I find like that's a big piece that you know we kind of assume that people are always thinking about these things but it doesn't mean they are what do you do to help them learn how to credential themselves and sell themselves uh, I have some talks that I do with them um, I have a little bit of content just from what I've learned over the last you know 15 plus years, um, which is just information from all the courses I've taken, you know, and what I've learned from other providers, other uh, physicians, um, other industry professionals, and it, and it works. It really works. If I'm close enough, I go into their office and I sit with them and do a consult or, you know, let them or listen to them, excuse me, as they do consults with their patients. And then I do consults with their patients. Yeah. Okay. We just kind of role play and it's honestly a a one or two tweaks per conversation will catapult your practice. I mean, it's these simple things, but you just don't know what you don't know. And that's why it's like, I'm good at what I do and you're good at what you do. So together. Right. Yeah. And so then when, 
someone is trying to, you know, learn the business side and get those pieces dialed in. Do you have, you said you had a checklist and you try to definitely coach them through those pieces. Um, anything that you see is kind of a constant that people are always missing. Oh my goodness. Um, a lot of things. <laughs> licensing, you know, with the city, um, renewing, you know, their, their, uh, their corporate entities, uh, I mean, OSHA, like, where's your checkoff list? Like, you're, <laughs> how often are you doing it? Like I call them like, you know, our OSHA sweeps and, um, you know, where's your, where's your, uh, consent form for, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. I mean, it's, it, it's all over the place. It is. It, even with an experienced provider, you know, it's interesting. It's like, they just, well, they don't know. They've never done it before. Sure. Sure. And those are the pieces that we've always had to be super cognizant of is to make sure that we have those, you know, good, you know, solid consent forms and, and, and protocols and everything. We actually hired recently an agency to come in and redo everything for us so that we could make sure that we're on the, you know, top level of compliance. And it's just so many, so many things to think about. And so you're, you're giving a lot of this direction. You're giving a lot of these tools in your, in your journey of, of walking people through these, you know, steps. Yeah, absolutely. I can help a provider after they, you know, their first thought of wanting to enter the field to, hey, I've already done X, Y, and Z, but I, I still want to do more. Can you help me grow? Great. Great. And so what is, and just to give us a little bit of some, you know, foresight on what it looks like. So you have that initial interview, that discovery interview, then do you go into more of a game plan with them so that they can envision, you know, how much money they can anticipate making, what kind of steps they have to, how does that normally look? Yeah, actually just like that. So that, that next conversation, it's a little, I'm pretty much an open book and very transparent and it's like, Hey, this is what it's going to take. This is what. I'm going to contribute. And this is what you're going to have to contribute. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> you know, like, how does this fit into your lifestyle right now? And I kind of, I help them through that decision-making process. And I can tell you, you know, um, I, I've worked with a lot of providers who it took over a year before they were ready to start launching their practice. And they were very experienced, but one of them had a one and a three-year-old. So she wanted to wait until the next one was ready to go to preschool. Like, so, and it's like, it's cool. Cause I get to know them too, which is probably the best part of it all. But um, it's, it's neat walking with them through this journey and watching them grow and evolve, but it's, it's works. It works well. It works well. Yeah. And so now what do you feel Natasha is like, they're ready to go They're They've, they want to talk with someone like you. They they're ready to take that next step what kind of budgeting should they anticipate? You know, it's like, okay, I need to have this much saved up for me to do this. Do you have like a, a bracket that you like to encourage people to like be thinking about? Yes, absolutely. If they are and it kind of depends again, the majority of people that I'm talking to are interested in starting out in injectables. So if they are starting out as just like a solopreneur and nobody else in their space, I would say, 20 to $25,000 tops would be your initial uh, opening investment. 
Oh, great. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and if you're in a similar space, but you need to, or you're looking at getting devices, you know, we don't necessarily have to double the space of the room. We can do, you know, something a little bit smaller just to give space for that device. So it's not, you know, it's, I mean, I've seen it maybe cost another 10,000 to another 15,000 on top of that. Um, really just depending on what you're biting off. Um, and those are decisions too, that I, I, I love helping them make because, um, you know, you guys are some ambitious artists, right? You, you want everything you want to try this, you want to try that. Um, but at the end of the day, you also don't want to bite off more than you can chew. You want to be the best at what you do best, right? So we've got to just make sure we focus on that for a little bit and then, Hey, three to maybe six months after you, your launch, let's, let's talk about bringing in that Morpheus 8. Yeah. Right. Let's talk about adding that esthetician or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so you kind of have to become friends with me if you work with me, because I want to know details because I want what's best for you. Yeah. I want what's best for you. I, you know, I've I've now worked with a couple of, of companies um, in the industry that do this type of work. So my perspective is very neat, niche, very unique. Um, and I think that would only help you as a provider, you know, make these decisions. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you have to cash flow all those machines. You have to cash flow, you know, that payroll. You know, if you're hiring help and you're wanting to not always be behind the chair, you got to make sure that your your staff stays booked. You got to stay, you know, cognizant of like, how do I make sure that, you know, I'm able to cover this? There's a lot of pieces to that. So I'm excited that you're able to coach them through that because that's, I think a big unknown is like, I, I get a lot of questions about that too. It's like, I want to buy these machines. What do you think? Um, I'm talking a lot to doctors at this point with our franchises. So I'm still in that phase where we're hoping to do more with nurse practitioners and I'll be talking with you. I'll be referring them to you actually. I mean, like you need to talk to Natasha first, um, <laughs> But yeah, it's, um, it's always that I, I just, you know, I always hear the stories. Like, well, I just bought some new machines and be like, okay, so that's awesome. But how do we plan to cash flow those machines? Cause those are a payment. So, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about what it takes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Marketing and everything behind it. Yeah. There's a lot of work, a lot of work. There is, there is, but I, you know, I've helped experienced providers, you know, double their income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many things you can do that it, it doesn't, you don't have to work more. You right. just have to work smarter. And um, I, I think that's, you know, one of the things that I've done best in my career, I've, I've always kind of honed in on that side of the guy, growing that part of the organization. Um, and it starts, you know, if you're in a larger practice, it starts at your front office, right? Like I, I literally break it down to those basics and, and we run a very efficient practice. Love it. Love it. Any, any final tips for our listeners in reference to getting, getting going? (laughs) Yeah. Look, do your research, have fun with it, reach out to novice or excuse me, to really experienced injectors. You never know. They might respond and just say, Hey, you know, if somebody's nearby, can I take you out for a coffee? I'm thinking about getting to aesthetics because chances are they're a trainer and just start putting it out there, what you want and see what happens and go from there. I'm here for you. There's some other amazing consultants in the industry. Uh, Just, you know, find me on Instagram, send me a message. How do we find Instagram? 
so it's tasha.talks.aesthetics. Awesome. And I'm actually revamping um, over the next two weeks. So, mm-hmm. it, well, it's getting a makeover right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still active in terms of you can message me and, and I'll absolutely respond. Super cool. Super cool. Well, thank you so much. This has been so insightful. So nice talking with you. Yeah. You too. I can't wait to talk some more. Yes. We'll be sending lots of folks your way. Um, I know we'll be collaborating on some things here very soon because, you know, as we're knee deep into this whole franchise thing and you're just doing so much on your end, I just see foreseeable, you know, projects and things that there's just so many different ways to be in this business. Right. And so it's going to be really fun to like explore that. (laughs) Yes. I'm excited too. Wonderful. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you guys. And thank thank you you for joining us and we will circle back again with you soon. Have an amazing week. You too. Thanks guys. Bye-bye.